Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. Smash the button. Michael, you're starting to feel it. Slaps. Welcome to Too Much Dip, a Wash Media sports podcast. My name is Dave. I'll be steering the ship here. Yeah, you will. It's Dylan. He's here sometimes. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. I'm glad to be here. It's going to be a great little Monday. It's it's been a great Monday so far. We're just going to keep it rolling, I should say. Let me say that we record Circling Back, which is another Wash Media podcast before this. And I feel bad that I was holding in my my Mavs takes. I kind of feel like Will felt slighted. I tried to nudge you in the direction of talking Mavs. I know. Game winner. I don't want to hijack circling back with sports Kept it, yeah. You kept it non-sports. You know what? Whatever. I was just checking in on the sports. Well, we do have a sports pod, so it makes sense to save at least most of your talk for this one. We got KJ. What up? In the building. Sorry, that was a one-line answer. I was looking real deep at some sabermetric stat shit some deep fakes oh yeah some real deep fakes <laughs> you remember remember this if you remember nothing else deep fakes have no place in baseball that's true in fact i was looking at the baseball standings <laughs> where are the rangers <laughs> that's that's what i was trying to figure out i'm like we're halfway through this bit and i have no oh, idea what's going on we're really halfway through 30 games in oh my Good. goodness just get it over with yeah. micah hi hey dave producer micah <laughs> what a treat it is to be here what a treat. Treat to have you here. I'm I'm really excited for today's podcast. There were some some quality hoops this weekend. The basketball you're really? talking about. Oh yeah. Be forty seven years old. I had a fun time <laughs> tracking the sports and the basketball. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Uh, and I, your- I'm excited that you saved your basketball takes from circling back for this, our sports podcast, Too Much Dip. What a treat. It's good. Got to got to have the double bang. The double bang. He upgraded the very the rare double bang. Updated the board, I should say. Yeah. Before we get into it, follow Too Much Dip on Twitter at Too Much Dip with two P's. Remember two P's on Twitter, and on Instagram at Too Much Dip Podcast. Again, on Instagram at Too Much Dip Podcast. It's the social media stuff. You got to get it out there. That's how we market it and grow the the pod, right? Yes. Also, subscribe and leave a review. Um, oh, yeah, we did we did happy hour last week. Seems like forever ago. Oh, yeah. It really does. I completely forgot about that. Uh, you can go check that out on YouTube on, uh, what is it, Wash Media? That's our YouTube page. It sounds right. If you want to see what we look like, just see us talking, uh, you know, little talking head boxes. Yeah, the special Too Much Dip edition of the uh, happy hour. I got real frisky with some people in the comments. It was fun. Yeah, you uh, requested that some of them be blocked midstream and we hashtag block obliged yeah thank you then you hashtag got hashtag block. muted <laughs> oh yeah it's, it's will true. did hit you with <laughs> will the went tony reality on me is it because you got a little uh heavy with the promotion or what happened there i, I forget self-promotion i, I wasn't gonna say. say anything so we're not getting into that early <laughs> not today uh micah do you have any reviews you want to read uh no okay good i don't i i, I removed that from the rundown <laughs> We oh, did that for the first five episodes. We'll let it go. Yeah, it's kind of it looks desperate if we're still doing it at this point. You right? should still leave reviews. We'll, periodically, we'll read some on the air, but not today. I have no shame, and I will say we are desperately close to hitting uh, some some important numbers as far as the follower count is concerned. I'm too much dip on Twitter. 
is still shy of 2K. I think we can get there, like, within this week for sure. We need your help. Um, but looking at the numbers for uh, Watch Media on YouTube and uh, circling back on Instagram, I think both are near, like, 10K. Or one's near 10K, one's near 5K. And those things need to happen. So you guys need to be going to your tent revivals. Just Actually, just go to the AT&T store, subscribe all of those feeds on all those phones. You know, go into your mom's, like, you know, anti-mask Facebook group and recommend all of them join um, all of these social media followings. You know, get those numbers up. What's more in vogue right now, anti-mask or anti-vax? What's the Venn diagram look like? Let's put it that way. Uh, I don't know what the uh, lunar phases are in which we're about to get a total eclipse. But uh, as the vaccine becomes available, we're going to get a full overlap of those circles. I truly cannot (laughs) wait. Can't get here soon enough. Yes. (laughs) You know, it's funny we're talking about anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists. Oh, no. Here we go. Because these are the people that I have no time for in this world. I've got time for just about everybody else except conspiracy theorists and anti-vaxxers. And I talk about that extensively on Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. I did this. Available wherever you find me on social media. Link in bio. Today's is lit. You just have no patience for anti-vax. This will only enhance his, his followers. Well, I didn't mention where, where you can find me on oh, social geez. media. At Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. Yes. Um, I, I peeped your newsletter this morning. Thank you. Uh, no photo cred for your boy? What, oh, what, what sorry. What's going on there? Well, at the, end of, at the end of the newsletter, I even had a teaser inside of the newsletter, as you saw. There, it said uh, there, there were notes on Dame Lillard and other things, and also the photo that you must see. And uh, I should have I should have had had tipped you. I'm sorry. You will be hearing from our company lawyer, which is uh, he's sitting across from you right now. So, how you feel about that? Um, you won't be. Are you going to cancel Micah's re of the week the newsletter? I'll probably let this one slide. Okay, I apologize. Did you give photo cred to the person who took the AOC photo you posted in your newsletter? <laughs> uh, I did not. That was from the uh, the DNC. Okay. About six months from releasing Public your own domain. sangria or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anything is possible, fam. But you got to check it out, and you can see that viral photo. I got some bad news. We have a uh, we have a segment we normally do here. A lot of people like it. Smoke some, bitch. I don't think anybody smoked anything, bitch. No, I didn't. I certainly didn't. I smoke certainly anything. did not. KJ, I did, but nothing that's worth writing home about. You know, I did a little reverse sear steak action. Didn't throw it out there. Okay. Uh, and okay. a little uh, bone and pork chop action, and that was quite exquisite. But I mixed that with like baked beans, and then did some apples on the side. And it was just too much brown. It was not photogenic, so nothing public. I was gonna say I didn't see anything on the gram yeah. from you. Yeah, it wasn't gram worthy, but it was delicious. I, it was steak night at, at our crib last night, but no smoke involved. Did you see what Will did that uh, wagyu? Boy, I did not. You follow meat smokers only on IG? Of course I do. I posted it. That was the steak from a couple of days ago. Oh, or yes. Actually, I think it was from Friday. Yes. I think Will had a couple of visits at the pool and then decided to uh, parlay that He did. We we actually had visits together purchase. at the pool, and then he was like, I'm going to go flex and go uh, go to Central Market and buy meat that I shouldn't buy. <laughs> he did. He delivered. What was the cut he was working with? I, I think he's a filet boy, which, oh okay. you know, I could take it or leave it, but uh, shouts, to, shouts to Will to Freeze. Execution was great. I got a big porterhouse, and it was delightful. Okay. Can't hate that. I, I, I really think, uh, not to go back to the Wednesday live streams, but 
uh, at some point in the future, we need to throw down amongst ourselves and, and, and let the people vote on it or let somebody vote on it because uh, we'll enter the game heavy with that uh, stake shot. I agree. You guys have never done that, huh? What? Exactly. A, a cook-off between oh. the host of the, the no. Wash Media personalities. We haven't. Uh, no. We should. Would it be based on um, just looks alone, aesthetics of the steak, or are we going to do like a taste test? I, I, I mean, it's got to be aesthetics only. That's what we go for the listeners. Yeah. The backers it's only fair. That's true. We can't switch up the criteria now. Yeah. I'd be down to do that. I think people are clamoring for that. I can do a steak. People know that about me. <laughs> Spaghetti and meatballs, that's a whole other animal. Yeah, forget that. But steak, yeah, I can knock a steak out of the park. Okay. You know what we can knock out of the park? Is this about Hawthorne? Uh, why don't you give us a first-time sponsor alert? Wow, this is big news this for too a, much. This is Jeff. huge for TMD. First-time sponsor alert. So I use boom, a different boom, inflection boom, boom. for this podcast. Just right? a low energy. Yeah. <laughs> a, no more big text. First-time new sponsor alert. Question. <laughs> it was electric. We had a little text. First-time new sponsor alert. Hawthorne. You still wearing polo blue from your high school girlfriend, Micah? Are no. You? Answer the question. I'm not. You ever walked into Sephora to get cologne and, you know, were overwhelmed by all the choices? Just there's too many options. Too right? much. You ever wear Old Spice and girls think you smell like their dad? I've never done that. Let no. me tell you this what. This isn't Hoth- all for Micah, but I'm looking at you. <laughs> Let me tell you why Hawthorne is great for a guy like me. I don't know the first thing about buying cologne. I don't. If I go in one of those stores and I, 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 look, I walk around, I'm just totally lost. You know, I don't know what's quality, what smells good. So for Hawthorne. You, they tailor your scent just for you. You take a little online quiz. takes a couple of minutes. The quiz time. is fun. It's fun. It, it asks you like what kind of stuff you're into, um, and, and it it tailors your cologne exactly for you. It's it, custom. It's fantastic. Custom fitted. Yes. The it quiz. Is. It like you said. It's a quick quiz. It's easy. Um, so I it, like it. I do. I've got the work and the play. They they sent me two. A work and a play. Mm-hmm. They both smell great. Um, sometimes I, I wear the work like to play, which no one, you don't think anyone's oh, doing that. Damn. Yeah. I, I just, I do a little crossover. Do on. Do you it. ever do the play when you're at work? Just a little extra flirty. You'll find out. Dude, Look. I've always said you play too much. Yeah. It smells great. The, the, <laughs> the packaging is, is awesome. It looks very good. We, we love Hawthorne. We do like Hawthorne. I'm a big fan of the body wash and the, uh, the deodorant. I'm currently rocking the deodorant now. Uh, tremendous product. See, aluminum z- free. I just, I really like it. You zigged when I zagged. I went with the uh, face wash, and as uh, all those from the Houston rap scene, shout out to Big Mo. I'm a bar baby. Okay. Um, so <laughs> everybody bar, knew that about you. The soap bar they sent is exquisite. But remember, you take a quick two minute quiz. Hawthorne tells you which colognes are best for you. I don't know why Dave's laughing right I'm now. I'm still laughing at the bar, baby. One for work and one for play, as we said. Uh, it's risk-free shipping and um, free shipping and free returns. Check out Hawthorne at Hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E. And use our code BANG to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O. And use code BANG. BANG! BANG! It's good! Just to get, bang. To get it 10% good. off your purchase, hotthorn.co. Fantastic. Good stuff. Yes, let's go. Fantastic. Nobody does ad reads like TMT. Dude, no, no one's doing Mike Breen in a read. I hope that's okay. Have Mike Breen and Big Mo ever been mentioned within 30 <laughs> seconds of each other? <laughs> no way. There's no way. Hey, um, 
Randy, I, the reason I was laughing when you were doing that read is because the image. I don't know what where you. Uh... <laughs> okay. What? It wasn't from the Ohio's for Lovers like music video, or no? It was just it. It didn't look like it was the the most megapixels or whatever. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Way to go, Randy. <laughs> All right, let's talk puck. Turn it up. <laughs> it's time to talk. Puck. No one thought we were gonna lead off with puck talk. Yeah, but we have to yeah. because I think we're, the meat of this podcast. Follow meat smokers only. Yeah, uh, is gonna be b-ball. That makes the yeah. uh, I call it b-ball now. These late puck drops. How you call them when you start a hockey game? Puck drops. Yes. Um, I kind of I'm kind of into the late games, but I can't stay awake. I went to sleep when the stars were down one three, thinking it was they were just toast, and woke up and it was very much not one three at the end of the game. Yeah. So the stars, of course, were down. Uh, they were down three zero at one point against Calgary game six. In uh, an elimination game for the Flames, and um, proceeded to ring off seven un- unanswered. <laughs> yeah, that's which a lot. Is not what you want to see. No. Anytime unanswered is is in the picture, like something bad happened, and it was just a complete implosion. Go- they switched goaltenders twice. Uh, it it was just bad. It was an onslaught. We had uh, we had all sorts of chaos going on, but we're already dude. The Stars like two days later are already playing the Avs in the second round, which no turnaround, and they are up 1-0 on the avalanche. Wow. Which they were down – I mean, they were, what, what do you call it, goal-and-a-half dogs going into the game? Yeah. Uh, so to come out 5-3, and they led the game, what, 3-1 at a point? Or maybe? Most dangerous lead in sports, right? <laughs> Some will say. Do you guys have a bet going with intern Klein, noted uh, Dave Avs does. fan? Dave does. Yeah. It's one of those ones where it's like, should the Stars lose? Um, then I owe him a round of golf. But should they win, I drive up to Dallas and just beat the shit out of him. Yeah, that's a <laughs> it's a weird bet. <laughs> it is actually it's it's just a golf thing. <laughs> okay, both accounts. Okay, great. Yeah, sounds fun though. He would pummel me. He's a lot bigger than me. I don't know if you've noticed that. So stars are up one zero. They play again tonight. Game two tonight. Okay. Puck drop, eight forty five, Central Time CST. Mm-hmm. Um, don't like that, but I'm not gonna be upset about it. I'm just every night I'm redlining my adrenal glands every night and I'm just I'm maxing them out. I'm coming down hard, having trouble sleeping, just thinking about the sports, checking in on the sports and um, yeah. wake up and, and make sure that the score that you remember from the night before is. Yeah. Holds true the next morning. And yeah, I had that. I, I know that. I know that phase. It's fun, man. So the Mavs Look, were. I'm happy for you guys. Mavs were uh, two thirty yesterday and uh, I had to cancel a tea time with Danny Regs, Jack Hammer. We had a ten fifty at Wolf Dancer, and I was like, "Dude, I I can't. I'm not gonna get home until like four. I oh yeah. I got. No. I told him. He understood. I was like, "I got to ride this wave, man. It's not often you get." Uh, Thank God you did. Can you imagine? That would if I had missed that. If, if I didn't see that game live, I would have never forgiven myself. The nine o'clock start and the way that the stars have played these games, I've got to fully confess, and I texted you about it. Thursday night's game was the Calgary game. I was very casually paying attention. I tuned in in the beginning. It got up 2-0 and then 3-0, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go do something else, drop into Verdance, pull up my phone. I'm like, all right, let me hop off, get the kid to bed, do all that stuff, and it was tied up. I'm like, oh, shit. Wash my face, use Hawthorne, shouts, get in bed. It was like 6-3, and I'm like, what the hell is happening in this game? Didn't watch a second of it, but – Fast forward to Saturday night, and I was all geeked up for it. So 
that uh, that payoff of a nine thirty start or nine o'clock start like that, then you're hooked even more. Yeah, um, it's. I feel like um, I would like a little bit more downtime between games. Yeah, just to have like a night where like I acknowledge my wife and my dog. <laughs> um, but like it's it's just it's full throttle, and there's I, I, I'm trying to think like what other teams have uh, two sporting interests right now in the playoffs. Oh, um, I'm I'm mostly trying to make sure I know what uh, hockey teams are still involved. Vegas, Vancouver, Boston, Tampa, Philly, and why none of those are Boston. Philly. Celtics. Philly just got bounced. Boston's yeah, the only Boston. one. Uh, yeah, and Boston's doing well. So yeah, oh, and they're Eastern. So that's yeah. those late puck drops. So, yeah, I guess Boston feels that same way, but they don't know shit about winning in Boston. Like, what have they won recently in that, in that city? Trash town. Since you mentioned Vegas, no, though, I'm kidding. My Golden Knights. I mean, they're just out there just. Skating the little dicks off. You watched this, though. Uh, I watched most of it. Yeah. They, I, I fell asleep at 4-0, I believe. Uh, they, they finished 5-0, I think. Mm-hmm. So they, they just put it to Calgary. Or was it was Vancouver? Calgary, Vancouver. Yeah, right. One of, the, one of the Canadian teams. Yeah, Some, you were Canadian team Some Canadian team that in a Canadian city Vancouver. none of us will ever visit. The Canucks. They put it to the Canucks. Uh, the guy, man, I wish Brett was here because I think he knows a ton about this dude. But Nathan McKinnon, center for the Avs. Yeah. That dude scares the shit out of me. He is on point. He is accurate. He is fast. He's also just a stud. Look at this. I mean, this guy's got it. Him and the uh, oddly named Kel McCarr, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Uh, they're defensemen. Two young guys. I think one's like 23, one's 21. Uh, naturally, both Canadians on the uh, avalanche, what we're talking about here. Um, I don't know what the feeling is to have two superstars on a hockey team of that age. But I feel like it's about as close to what we feel like we have in Dallas with Luca and KP. So for Colorado to feel that way and to do what they're doing, they're heavily favored in this series. Um, so you got to think if for some reason the the little stars pull out game two, uh, that's that's going to be making some waves. You calling them the little stars now? You know, relative to uh, how much of a dog they are in this series. I like it. Yeah, the Stars did not score goals until they got into the playoffs. <laughs> and now they just clear. can't stop. Now they just cannot stop. 12 in their last two, yeah. I think. It's a lot of goals. Uh, yeah, and uh, Colorado's goaltender went out with, what, like in the first period, right? Yeah, very early. Very what that early. was. He came back. Well, was it his goal? Was it, whoever was came back to the bench. No, he did Eric come Johnson back to the bench. came back to the bench late, but he did not look good even when he was making his way to the end of the bench. So, uh, I mean – you never want to root for an injury or win that way, but when you're the underdog in a series like this and your team's been playing like absolute shit, you will take any win any which way you can. And if it comes like at the heels of 12 goals over two games, like, yeah, we're on board with that. Okay. Uh, we got what's going on out there? <laughs> Somebody doing some. I we think, knocking uh, down a load bearing wall? That's <laughs> uh, the hockey fans celebrating our uh, <laughs> hockey talk right off the top and banging on the glass. Uh, that's puck talk. Now let's get to what everybody wants to talk about. On here it's dubbed, what is this? Oh, Leukomania. Bang! Bang! It's good! How horny is Dave? Wow. How H am I? You're, you're five out of five cakes, I gotta, I gotta think. I am. What, what's the maximum cake? That, that's what you are. That's the maximum amount of, of cake. I don't know how many eggplants Micah is. Micah is a disinterested Mavs fan right now. Well, I'm not a Mavs Unaffiliated fan. Unaffiliated Mavs fan. I, I'm a Spurs fan, and I, for a minute there after that shot, I thought... Am I a Mavs fan for life now? MFFL? <laughs> like, is now the time where I, I switch allegiances? 
And then I realized I, I can't. Um, That's okay. I've always been a Spurs guy. I, Mike is as well. Um, I find myself pulling for the Mavs. That's probably because they're Dave much more and... likable than the Rockets as far as other teams oh, in yeah. Texas. If I'm yeah. going to pick a backup Luka team, Luca is an, a really easy guy to get behind. He is. He, is. he really. He's very likable and just unbelievable. So I think he's likable now. I think in about two to three years, he's gonna he's gonna be the target of a lot of. Uh, a lot of sports fans because he has some tendencies that like play okay when you're like in your first or second year in the league a lot of uh, john at the officials a lot of demonstrative yeah you know hand stuff uh, and i think as that wears on and as he wins and dominates people are gonna you know they're gonna rebel not me i'm in no matter what but um right now i'm just riding that wave I mean, he, there's i'm sorry there's there's not even a I mean, steph curry got that same uh backlash of overtime like those who weren't on the the uh, Golden State bandwagon were, you know, calling him a crybaby, and he would whine and complain and shit talk. You know, I get a lot of that from like Rockets fans that that were anti Steph Curry, um, who a lot of people have said was one of the most likable superstars in quite some time. So to see Luca beginning to you know approach that level of popularity and with some of these big big nut shots. Dude, it's it's like watching your fame your your favorite band, you know, get really really big, and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, I'm I'm jeal I'm pretty jealous, if I'm being honest, of you guys. Um, you got that dude on your team. It's crazy that we went from Dirk, and then they had yeah. one season of overlap where they played together, and then it's just like now you know even in his second year he was probably a top fifteen player in the league, and now he's arguably top five well it's still a second yeah. year well, the break is crazy oh yeah 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 i've been that watching is, a lot of kenny the that's Jet. the kenny smith argument he's that, right i i like that theory a lot the three months off like he had a lot of, he's because he touted that for uh you know his development as a basketball player mm -hmm. but uh the tnt crew we could do an entire podcast on oh, it's so good it's so good um we haven't even gotten into the game of course i was watching that thing and i was uh, they were down 21 in the second and I honestly, I was like, okay, Luca was hurt. You know, he's got the ankle thing. Comes back in, he doesn't look good. And as they start to cut into it, I'm like, dude, we just need to get this to single digits going into the half. Which I think would they get it to 11, 10 or 11? They were right around yeah. there. Uh, come out in the third and just go loco. <laughs> Everybody, dude, like Hardaway shows up, Curry shows up, uh, Boban putting in. He's like the most efficient player in the league right now. Like sixteen in sixteen minutes, where he put up ten points or something. The Mavericks, like seven boards. They may not be as explosive as like the prime Splash Brother Warriors, but they are right there. I mean, efficiency rate. Efficiency is there. wise, yeah. They can they can get hot in a hurry and and make a, a 10, 15, 20 point lead disappear fast. So there's a guy on the team that is having just an awful series on the offensive end that a lot of people probably don't know. Maxi Kleber. Oh yeah. Kleber, Kleber. He's from Dirk's hometown. He's German. He's a third-year player. He's a good defensive player. You probably saw him. He had a couple big blocks last night. He missed several threes down the stretch. He's made. He's like one of sixteen in the playoffs, and he's normally like a almost a forty percent mm -hmm. three-point shooter. So the fact that they're doing this without him, and he's clearly like passing up on shots. His shot looks flat. He's got the yips a little bit. He's and, done everything you could ask for him outside of that, though. Yeah, he's got to guard Kawhi. Yeah. And Kawhi has made him look silly on more than one occasion, but that's because Kawhi's – Kawhi, <laughs> yeah. I think the three best players in the league, LeBron – Yeah. I might say Harden, Kawhi, and Luka, LeBron. Those are my top four. This year. This year. Yeah. With no KD, no Steph involved. Giannis in there, too, but like – You're yeah. not going to throw Dame in there? 
as well as he's playing this postseason. Oh, that's fair. He was the bubble MVP. Is that a real thing, by the way? Is that it, like the it BMF was a thing, belt? yeah. It's sort of. <laughs> what was that about? That At least the BMF belt gets defended. Um, did you know there's 401 inductees in the uh, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame? 76 players who've won three NBA titles and 46 who have been la- named uh, league MVP. But there's only three who have been a part of the most exclusive club in basketball. The Mike Bream Double Bang Club. <laughs> shouts to... Uh, bang! Bang! It's good! Shouts to, to Roger Sherman he was uh, so at excited. the ringer for this one. This take. Do you, do you remember any of the other two? I know. I know. He, I thought there was one. One is other. very famous, and then one is... I've never, I do not remember. It is... Uh, Steph Curry from about 40 feet over the Rockets. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, over it was the against Thunder. Oklahoma City. Yeah. Over over Russ in the conference finals, right? Uh, it was a regular season game, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah. But it was 37 feet hitting his 12th three-pointer of the game and his first double bang. Okay, and what was the third? The second one was Eric Gordon versus the Lakers in a January game what in 2019. Yeah. Oh, you, and, uh, that cheapens it. Other other than that, I respect it. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. So, double bang should be reserved for playoffs only. Can I say that? Yeah, uh, I, I'm with you there. Somebody alert Mike. Talk Green. to Mike. It's not on us, man. I'm not. I'm not one to tell him how to do his job, but I just feel like he. I'm, and it's coming out natural. He doesn't have a plan. It's not like Jim Nance. He's, He's got to be like sitting there with a pre-written down double bang. <laughs> He's just got a notepad. <laughs> so Luca's line on Sunday was. 43 points, 17 rebounds, 13 assists. And I th- you know, much has been made about the list of other people who have done a 40-point triple-double in the playoffs include Oscar Robinson. Ooh, I'm going to just blur it because we did this back and forth yesterday. <laughs> Robinson. Uh, it's and, Robertson. Okay, Robinson. Robertson. I'm kidding. Robert, no, we went back and forth we for like 10 minutes. In Verd- <laughs> we're in Verdansk. <laughs> Just camping, like, like trying Doing to figure Pam, it out. Doing Pam Pan, trying to figure it out. But, That's uh, exactly what it was. Uh, the big O, and then uh, Charles Barkley is the only other person to have a, a 40 Championship point Chuck. Triple double. Oh, man. As he's, as he's co- uh, coined himself now. However, the only other person to have a 40 point playoff game and then hit the game winning shot is Michael Jordan, who hit it in the Eastern Conference Finals in 89. And that's the the shot where he jumps up. Pumps his fist. You see the guy fall down against Greg the Calves. Hilo? Greg yes. Hilo. There you go. Have you watched that shot Cavs. recently? Uh, on the last last dance was the last yep. time I saw it. Yeah. I'm going to receive all of the ads and hate for saying, well, yes, that was a much more iconic shot. Definitely not more difficult. Um, agree, I think I agree with that. Okay. I mean, Luca took like one of the more low percentage shots you can take. Yeah. Uh, the step back from 35 feet. The underrated thing about that, there were less, uh, like 3.6, 3.7 seconds, whatever it is. He crossed over twice and stepped back in that amount of time. It was an unbelievable is this, move. Is this Lucas like um, he's made it on the scene moment? Because that was Michael Jordan's against the yeah. Cavs, that shot. That was That's like, true. okay, he's arrived. Probably. This might be Luca's moment like, I think, that we'll look back on. Like, okay, this is where it kind of where he kind of became like – yeah. The the guy. So this is a thing. It's like people who follow the Mavs, who followed Luca and the league, they 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 knew Luca was at a minimum a top 10 player. MVP candidate, probably not the MVP for the whole year, but they knew he had it in him. And the fact that he's 21, 
I think this is a lot of people's like first exposure to him. Like at least seeing him do it in a big moment. Obviously, it's his first playoff series. Um, he's been sick the entire. I mean, he, he you know he was out with that ankle injury last game after you know trying to come back. But uh, before that, I mean, I think he what he already has three triple doubles in this series mm-hmm. through four games, which is absurd. Um, two or three. Two. Two. Two back to back, and then he was, even in his injury game, he was thirteen, ten, and ten. I think. Yeah. He was flirting with one, 11, 9, and 7. Okay. Uh, but to answer your question, yeah, I think that puts him up there with Dame. Dame, Harden, all those guys who hit big shots. And oh, no, that's a fucking playoff piece stats. My bad. You're right, 13, 10, Ooh. 10. Ooh, put some respect on his <laughs> name, dude. Dude, playoff P, I'm starting to actually feel bad for the guy. He's not me. He's getting skewered. He man. is having one of the worst – he's having the worst series of any any star, like, since, I mean, what it may be Embiid and, and uh, getting swept. Mm-hmm. At Nobody least Embiid is. played well in some of those games. Yeah. Playoff P is laying an egg, and it is embarrassing. He put up 27 in game one, and after that he's had 14-10-2 in the second game, 11-9-7, and seven, which, you know, flirting with the triple-double there, but that's not what you expect out of a shooter like that who's playing 38 minutes, and he went three for 16 from the floor, one, from eight, one for eight from three-point line, and then nine points in the uh, last game. Going into this series and just in general, I always liked Paul George. I don't know if it was like him coming back from that injury or yeah. what. Like I've, I've always been like a, a kind of a fan. But after watching his post-game comments yesterday, like you know, pointing out that it was a low-percentage shot, but instead of saying it was a low-percentage shot, all he could say was that was a bad shot that Luca took. But that story won't be told because he made it. And then when talking about his slump, he's like, yeah, well, the defense isn't that good. I just, you know. I got to make some shots and shoot over some of these smaller guys inside. Did he say that about Lucas' shot? That it was a bad he shot. Verbatim said it was a bad shot. He said that uh, when Dame sent him home mm-hmm. uh, when he was on the Thunder last year, two years ago, whenever that was. Like, uh, he said oh, it was a bad shot. Is that inaccurate though? I mean, uh, was it fight? Was he five feet beyond the three point line? Yeah, and I mean, in a step back, I think, right. and you only needed, you know, you needed what? He had one point. They had what, like two points to win? Four seconds ish. Three point seven. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, gotta, he created take, enough space. You got to take what what they give you, obviously. So if Kawhi doesn't have. switch there and Kawhi's on him, I doubt he takes that shot. He probably tries to get to the rack, but we'll never know. I don't understand. I still don't understand what Reggie Jackson was doing on him. I guess that's the proper move to switch. But like, I feel like if you're Doc Rivers, you say no matter what, Kawhi, your sure. best defender in the league, you can take Luca. Although, dude, I mean, Luca had already cooked them. Even if Luca missed that shot. I think that still would have been like his arrival game because, like, they were down. Like I said, they were down twenty-one at one point. He basically willed them back to it. Did um, you see that, that clip of him before the like they were like drawn up to play in a timeout in the side of whatever he was sitting on the in the chair flipping <laughs> flipping a water bottle, right? like, <laughs> just cool as a cucumber. Yeah, I mean Which, that that's a good, that's obviously a great sign. Just. Looks How's totally that going to play un- if he misses? Though, looks totally unbothered. I don't know. Just not listening to his coach. Exactly. He's just yeah. doing TikTok videos. Which that's that should prove all of the idiots that would like take that route and talk shit about that. Like you know the whole coach get off your knees, like pay attention, get in the game attitude about shit, and be like shut the hell up. Like the guy's clearly knows what he's doing. He knows what's asked of him, and he can fucking do it. Uh, and he sh- he showed everybody, dude. Sneaky shouts, major shouts. Trey Burke. Uh, yep. Thank you for saying that. I was dude, I forgot Trey about Burke. That. I, that's a guy who the 76ers had no use for. The Mavs had no use for, hell. Yeah, I, I don't know what he's done between – you know they got him in that trade for Perzingis, right? 
he came over with the Knicks with uh, KP, Hardaway, mm-hmm. and Trey Burke, and he played like 20 games with the Mavs last year, but he's like a different player, and he's clearly the fastest guy on the court, mm-hmm. and he finishes. Yes. I mean, his defense is not great, so they've got to get him off the court whenever it, it comes down to it because, you've, you know, they were – Lou Williams, his his big game came at the, at the um, hands of Trey Burke's defense, basically. But I will say that – Having somebody like that reminds me a lot of what – this is still niche Mavs talk, but a lot of what you saw in 2011 with J.J. Barea or – Jet would be too – you know, he's a starter, but with Bray off the bench basically. But to have KP not playing and to get 23 out of THJ and get 25 out of Trey Burke, like, that's uh, – you, know, that, you put that on coaching, you put it on depth, whatever – but when you look around the league and you're like, what other teams have a, a – you know, you can go through your roster and get that. Like the Rockets play eight guys, and they do it really well. The Lakers, you can't name anyone after their top four. Like Caruso. And everybody only knows him because he's a balding white dude who can dunk. <laughs> <laughs> and he's swole as shit. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Uh, but I'm not going to say anything. I may or may not have been looking at the uh, head-to-head series of the – Jazz and the Mavs on this year, but I'm not, I'm not going to look too far ahead. We'll see. Yeah, like, to be clear, I'm not going to be disappointed if the Mavs don't win this series. Uh, yeah, I'll be like, dude, that's a bummer, but I'm to win two games against this team, like how good they are defensively, and for Luka to just, like, arrive, like Dylan said, yeah. like, I'm happy. And KP, even though KP didn't play yesterday, like, he's looked awesome the entire series. Um, and, you know, they showed some toughness. That's important. In game three, the Clippers clearly made it physical. You had KP getting in somebody's face. Oh, yeah. He hopped, he hopped in there, you know. I wouldn't take this moment not to apologize to absolutely anyone okay. uh, for my takes of saying not only would the Mavs be swept, but Luka couldn't hit a last-second step-back three against the Clippers because he shot so poorly against them. So maybe I said it, maybe I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what you heard. What I will say is that uh, – KP's performance and Markeith Morris's, or is Marcus Morris in this, Marcus Morris's uh, performance in this series has been exactly what we expected. He's a piece of shit, Morris I'm speaking of, uh, and Montrez Harrell is what we thought of him. I don't even know if we want to get into that whole debacle. Well, I was going to say, I thought you were apologizing for calling me a bitch-ass white boy before <laughs> we did this pod. <laughs> I earned that for the lacrosse comment. You're right. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was uh, – the whole thing was weird. Uh, the apology and like how they handled it on the broadcast. It, I don't think Luca cared. No, like, I, Luca's heard worse. I mean, anyone who's played pickup basketball or played basketball at any, you know, any AAU ball or high school ball, like shit gets wild out there. Well, uh, it's pretty clear that Luca isn't a bitch ass white boy. Also, this no, is this is a right. factually incorrect take. The thing about that whole situation that like. I really hope people don't. There's a lot of there's a lot of people, a lot of grifters, that will will take that and utilize it and try to you know make it a wedge issue. Like, like let's say like the Clay Travis's of the world who want to take that up and ride for Luca, and it's going to make people not like Luca just because yep. the people like people are already getting sick of Bill Simmons riding Luca, right? It's like uh, don't don't tie Luca into this. He's he's not asking for this. He's just going out and balling. Leave my man's out of this. Yeah. Well, guys, it's a great white hope. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I think that you've got – if you're Luke and you've been a pro since 13, like, you know how many times he's probably gone to the court and heard in some, like, Eastern European accent something about 
his mom probably who dropped him off at the game or whatever, and uh, her looks or whatever. Like, what are you saying about his mom? I'm saying that you know she's very gorgeous to you. She's a professional and a human being. She's probably got a great attitude. Is she a snack? Her dad's his dad's. Are y'all still doing snack? Is that a bit you're doing? You can do that. Snack never goes out of style. Okay, just checking. I've never seen Luca's mom. I'm just asking. It's worth a Google. (laughs) You've never seen his mom? No. Okay. Well. Oh, Randy. Google no, Lucas. <laughs> Randy's sneaky wearing a Margaritaville hat today. A Margaritaville White Sox, White Sox yeah. collabo. What? How niche. How did this go unnoticed? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the Montrez Harrell thing. Montrez Harrell's a dude I want on my team. Um, he has no answer for Boban, though. Boban just gets what he wants around the goal. Uh, but that whole thing, I mean, dude, who cares? Uh, no one's talking about uh, Seth Curry getting the uh, and one on Paul George. And uh, what did he say? Punk, uh, like, take that punk, bitch or something? Or punk-ass bitch? Punk ass something. Um, Damn. Which. Boy, that's a. Yikes. That's a TMZ delight Do these Are these things only getting noticed because they're in a bubble and there's no crowd noise to drown Probably. everything out? Probably. I mean, you yeah. got to think, like. Punk ass or bitch ass white boy. This is not the first time that's happened on a, on an NBA court. No. You know what I mean? No. But now that like we can actually hear them, and then you pair that with like the lip reading part of it, it's like oh yeah, John boy. We got John boys now who can <laughs> do like the the, yeah. the rip leading, rip leading. Yeah, I lip like rip leading. <laughs> That's good too. Rip leading with John boy. Uh, so that was another thing. Like, uh, you know, hitting that shot, which is you know an all time playoff shot from the Mavs in the in the league history, honestly, and having no fans and having like the digital fans in the background and like some of them were clearly on a delay. Oh yeah. You had like one person doing the surrender Cobra. Um, but you didn't see any Mavs fans in it, like reacting. It was just bizarre. Yeah. There's a, I think it's Brad Townsend from Dallas morning news who posted a clip. Cause I think he was on site. I don't know how many shots you've seen of the other side of the bubble, the dark side of the bubble, if you will, because we obviously see from the press side, towards the digital fans and the teams. But on the other side, you've got just kind of a dark area with bleachers and or stadium seats and then some em- empty rows. And he's videoing from the sideline or from that side, and there's a guy who's clearly riding for the Clippers. Oh. And he, like – Is this Brad Townsend's video? Yes. He, I saw this. He hikes up his pants, and he's, like, leaning forward, edge of his seats, and this guy spikes, like, a, a one-liter Dasani on the ground. I'm like – Dude, before you've got to be the only person reacting <laughs> off to the side. Well, Chill out, man. I saw, so that's like all press right there, yeah. right? They're not supposed to react technically. <laughs> like if you remember the press, you got to, you know, you got to be a professional journalist guy. But yeah, this dude, this dude, I don't know if he had money on it or what, but before the ball even goes in the hoop, like he knew, like he knew. Uh, that that reminded me of the Dame shot over the Rockets to uh, send them packing, the Dwight Howard Rockets when you had that dude who was. Recording it from courtside, and you just see it like from five feet away. That was sick. I don't know. I I, I had fun yesterday. Is that the one that gave us a shot of, of Dame looking into the camera while he's being mauled by like a thousand? That was people? the one over Paul George. Okay. So he's hit. I mean, he sent two teams home. Yeah. Like that. He's a killer, man. He is. He's a verified killer. Luke is a killer. I meant to tweet that. Damn it. Damn. Never too late. Uh, did you know that Luka Doncic's mother, Mirjam, is a former <laughs> model? beauty salon owner i did and uh is active on social media she was also a hurdler and dancer Hmm. 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 talented family what kind of dancing it does not say but i'm just saying she's a good person 
It hard seems to like just it. Just a great mom. The, uh, the first article when you type in <laughs> Luca's mom, the headline reads, She's got it going on. Luca Doncic's mom is the real MVP of his basketball journey. Oh. Isn't that nice? Oh. That's, that's KD's mom. He's the real MVP. One innovation <laughs> I want from the NBA, from ESPN, from TNT, I need, um, I need commentator cam. Like the UFC does, whenever there's a knockout, and they'll show like Rogan and everybody and Dom Cruz reacting to it. Okay, I'd love to see Breen. You know, you know, it doesn't have to be right then. It can be you know later on. I want to see Breen. I want, I want the to re- see Gundy. Yes. I want to see Jackson. I want to see them throwing their headphones, going nuts because I'm sure they were. I want to see what a double bang looks like. Nobody knows. It's only happened three times, per I, sources. I'd watch a Doris Burke reaction cam for sure. Is she the best? Uh, she is hands down the best. Yes, I really enjoy her work. the The game before, which I guess that was Philly and <laughs> Philly Boston, Boston, one of the worst series of all time. Uh, she was great. She, she was can go from uh, sideline, booth, play by play. She's on color commentary. She's doing it all as you would. Like you put Mark Jackson on the sideline to interview somebody, and it's going to be trash. Oh, that's not good. Like I don't want to see Mike Van Gundy on the sideline talking to Pop. Like it's it's not going to work. This this whole setup they've got now with the long mic, it, dude, they gotta just axe it. Man. It looks so funny. It's so bad. And this poor this poor dude who I guess is new to the TNT crew that Shaq oh, dismissed after that, yeah. game one or game two. Yeah, Shaq is just killing that guy. Shaq's roasting this guy. Is it Jared Goldberg or something? Yeah, and he goes Greenberg Goldberg. Like I was like, I don't know if he could do that, but yeah, he's getting he's getting roasted. Um, yeah, if you want to talk about that Philly series real quick, uh, Dan Register just sent me a text confirming that uh, that they have fired their coach and that they may hire the guy from Villanova, Jay Wright. He's going to be the leader there. Uh, a lot of questions in Philadelphia. The Sixers had the most one, two, three Cancun just quit I've seen in a long time last yesterday, uh, down 3-0. Boston went on like a 12-0 run to, to end the third quarter, and Philly just didn't show up after that it was perfect i love a one two three cancun it's one of my favorite things i don't know i'm i'm this is a new phrase <laughs> no I, I know what you're saying this is the, apparently it goes back to nick van axel when he was on the lakers and they were about to get swept and it's like oh, he like broke the huddle time. like everybody go, you know it's like all right everybody and he just goes one two three cancun let's get out of here yeah just <laughs> gotcha i got you that's pretty and good. that we we had some of that yesterday. Sneaky, <laughs> one of my favorite Mavs of all time, Nick Van Exel. I thought the long socks look was good. It definitely does not translate to like playing anything in Texas. I tried that once and it was not good. How much of that is because of the the, the, the hip hop like lyric? Yeah, um, <laughs> the hip in the music song. <laughs> uh, probably all of it actually, because it was the first time a Mav had been shouted out, and it was Jay Z doing it on a Beyonce track. I was just like. I'm like, dude, the Mavs are on the they're on the big stage now. Uh, that was a fun team. Uh, what else, dude? The Jazz. What's Donovan Mitchell went for 51 last night. I don't know if you stayed up for that. That yeah, was. I did. That was that was some He's good basketball. There. He's in the conversation. People like Shaq. Hey, we didn't even talk about this. Shaq was kind of critical, not critical, but he was like, hey, temper your expectations on Luca, or don't be so excited. If you're gonna be this excited for Luca, you got to be excited for these other guys. The whole thing is Luca's 21. That's it. Right. And. He's a he's actually he doesn't get enough credit for being like um a specimen, a six seven point guard. Like his like he towered over Montrezl Harrell. He's a yeah, big dude. He's huge and the fact that he moves like that, like yeah, he's not the most athletic, but like he can do whatever he wants. 
and the fact that he's 21, I think that's why people are uh, pretty excited about it. And he's the point guard. Like, everything is running through him. Yeah. Uh, but Donovan Mitchell went for 51. Uh, Jamal Murray went for 50, 50. in a, a very exciting game. The Jazz have what won Michael three Porter in a row. Uh, not much. They finally figured out that he is the biggest defensive liability in the entire league, and uh, he's not playing crunch time any man, uh, minutes anymore. Nuggets uh, have lost three in a row after uh, winning game one in overtime. Uh, Utah looks pretty damn good. Utah's the better team, pretty clearly here. With Mike Conley being out, it's pretty impressive to see what they're able to do, I would say, because Donovan Mitchell's been waiting to be like the guy in the backcourt. And, and, and Mike Conley was coming off the bench anyway, but he was kind of tethered to Ricky Rubio for years, and it's it's been budding this way. As much as we want to talk shit about Rudy Gobert, like he's an absolute force defensively. Like you're not going to take anything you know, down the lane. He's a traditional center in that regard. He's not stepping out to shoot that many threes or anything crazy like that. But he is long and athletic and can cover almost any mid-range shot to all the way to the goal. So I will be interested to see how it plays against the Mavs if, if we got to that point. But if it's not the Mavs, I, mean, uh, I, I would say they're going to struggle with somebody who's – like a team like the Rockets, I think would cook the Jazz because they they don't have any wings. Uh, they're, they're all points. That's a fun series. Yeah. I think it would be the Clippers. I think they get the winner. Yeah, of the, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like oh, they, they'd be happy to be the saying. Clippers or the Mavericks. Right. But I'm saying if it were somebody like the the, the Rockets, would not match up well for the Jazz. Uh, Conley did play yesterday. Yeah, yeah he's he's back, he's back in the yeah hub. yeah he. But he missed, had a missed the first two games. Yeah, I think. he did. What was it? Birth of a child? Yes. Birth of Second a child. Second child, oh. I want to say. Congratulations to the Conley family. Big shouts. Big shouts. I did not watch any of the Raptors series. You didn't miss much. I should. I wish I knew more about that Raptors team outside of, like, uh, Fred Van Fleet and Nick Nurse. Yep. But there's, I mean. They're, they are, they're clicking. They're really rolling. But, to be fair, the Brooklyn team that showed up to the bubble is, is a G League team. They're trash. For sure. And, uh it, it, Everybody's it, it, waiting for next year. There, it's Kyle worth, Lowry got hurt in Game Four. Mm -hmm. uh, under he underwent an MRI. I think they said it was a, a ankle. So we'll see what happens there. It is worth respecting the fact that they're still that good after you lose the number one player in the year league last year. Take him off your team, and they're still sweeping teams in the first round of the next year. And like, come on, ankle sprain for Lowry. Hey, uh, this pop to Brooklyn rumor. That's not. Why would he do that? That's not a thing, right? Pop's old, isn't he? That's he is old. And why the hell would he go to Brooklyn? Well, because they have two very good players coming next season, yeah, and really, year. that's going on up. And there? Sean Sean Marks, that's the guy he used to pl play for the Spurs, and then was an assistant and was in the front office. Is now the general manager of Brooklyn. So that's where a lot of the rumors come from that he might be able to get Pop to go work for, you know, Pop to go do the the big city thing for a year or two. Although Pop is also supposed to coach the Olympic team next year, so nobody knows how the calendar is going to work out. There's a lot of questions there. Weird to say, but as a Mavs fan, who's you know we've been tied to the Spurs for 20 years, uh, don't really want to live in a world where Pop doesn't coach the Spurs. It's always fun. I mean, even like any time, like he would he could sit Duncan and Parker and Ginobili, and they would still roll out a competitive team that would often beat full strength Mavs teams. And it was infuriating, but goddamn, I respect he it. He is a hell of a basketball coach. I've come yeah. around on him over the years for sure. Big social justice guy too. 
Might be a bigger platform being that's, in Brooklyn. That's the other uh, reason that these rumors kind of pick up steam is that, you know, imagine what the platform he could have in the world's he's not you know, mo- biggest he's city. He's not moving across the country for that reason. Just to have a bigger platform. He, platform it seems un- I, I tend to agree with you. I he, and he, he strikes me as the type who would want to retire. Uh, it's, yeah, Spurs. I mean, it still seems far-fetched. Don't get me wrong. Although, I mean, the, the Spurs, I don't know what the Spurs' future looks like. DeRozan. Is Aldridge around next year? Like, yeah, he's eh, still under contract. He's absolutely washed, right? Basically. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> the notes here reflect a KJ's bubble baddie of the week. <laughs> oh, we have a sounder for this? Uh, let's see. Let's just There's got to be one you can find, Dave. Just pick one. And this will only enhance his, his her, followers. Her followers. Or her follower count. So I'm going to try to do, as we always do, way too much in a very short bit of time here. Because there is a lot of backstory, no pun intended, uh, that uh, comes with both of these candidates, if you will. And let's just, actually, let's keep it simple. I'll just focus on the first. Uh, News came out late last week that Instagram thought, I'm going to mispronounce it. I believe it's AJ is how she, you know, is, is known Boy, online. I would not have said that. I'm glad you. I wasn't you... thinking that either, but now that I look at it again, it, it looks like No, AJ. I think that is right. I'm glad you. Uh, yeah, A-Y-Y-E-J-A-Y-E. Um, you know, <laughs> Busty Curvy Thought, who apparently also has normally fans, did a NBA podcast called No Jumper, which I'm sure is, you know. Average, great, good, whatever. I, don't I think know. those I'm are the dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, actually, I don't know who No Jumper is, actually. Is. Yeah, so sorry, I, I take I'm it back. not even talking shit out of place. I just don't know. Um, and basically told a story that she basically recanted <laughs> I just hooking up read. with an NBA Sun staff member. Okay. And while that was going on, NBA players began to enter the room, and she was like, okay, I just slept with this one. I won't do that, but I will service the rest of you gentlemen uh and that number got up to seven she didn't list that it was the sons at that time but as questions got out on twitter she is very active in her replies so warning um you know don't jump out into the sun if you don't expect like her to respond and your wife to see it um she confirmed that it was the sons she confirmed that devin booker was involved and then she later uh, said, well, it was two years ago. He was single at the time because you may or may not know that Devin Booker is now involved with one of the Jenner girls, I think Kendall. Okay. The, so, the wait, podcast uh, host like, gave her an out to be like, are you like multiple times, and, like embarrassed, like kind of one of those type of questions. She was like, her response was, no, I don't care. It was lit. <laughs> that was her response. Like, She's dude, okay. I love that. Go, go I, for it. I girl. liked she was on with another. I, I'll dare, I dare say a thought. Because uh, based on this woman's appearance, yeah, and she was like, "Oh, she's so shy," and yeah, the the is host she? is like, "She's not shy. <laughs> she just she just admitted to, to seven off guys. seven dudes, <laughs> dude." <laughs> Dude, this this one, had to have been the biggest. Are we talking? Are we having the same conversation here? <laughs> this podcast, that what a, what a lick they had. Yeah, like man. what does not shy look like to this girl? <laughs> I want to see what their listens did. Uh, What's she like after a couple cocktails? Oh, yeah, well, you know, if the inhibitions go down. Gets a lot of play on. Yeah, anyways. Uh, so she, she parlayed this into, I guess she had an OnlyFans only fans account going into this, and it went from having like a couple hundred dollars, or, or I, I don't know how that whole world okay. works. Okay. <laughs> that's how you, that's how you launch. I'm so, just so <laughs> ignorant. But apparently she's making like over 100K in like 12 days over this exposure. Goodness. Shouts to her. So, Goodness. Get money. Big, big, uh, you know, crown emoji 
splash emoji to Instagram thought AHA, the bubble baddie of the week. Although just, this didn't take place in the bubble, I'm going to count it. Can you comment on OnlyFans? Because I want to, I want to get one for her and just put you drop this queen I, crown emoji. I think that's like the the whole. <laughs> I think it's very similar to Patreon. That you, but you would have to pay to play, so so to speak. So, well, Micah, we look forward to you. Are you going to give us access to your OnlyFans? What if your OnlyFans is just you doing the power plant? <laughs> you know, it's not a bad idea. You could get at least a hundred people to sign up. For I got to put it behind a paywall somehow. Why so, not? This Why not OF? Paywall power this young lady is different from uh, the next one listed here. Or is it the same person? We're at, uh, Throatzilla's a yeah. whole different deal. How do you think uh, Throatzilla got that nickname, David? I don't know, man. It's just esophagus game on point. <laughs> I, all I know is my throat has been scratchy since yesterday. And it's, I you think need it's a from, visit from Throatzilla. Oh, are we doing the Throatzilla story? Well, Dylan, yeah, yeah, Dylan was I'm Dylan. Sorry. It's on the there. run now. We yeah, no, do. no, no. We're Let's fine. get to it. I, I'll, I'll throw this out here. So all I of you are aware of Throatzilla. No, I apologize. I didn't take it back off of here. Um, are the three of you gentlemen aware of who Throatzilla is? No I'm idea. unfamiliar. Okay. I can honestly say, and I feel in proud a about um, it. hashtag nutshell here. Uh, Throatzilla is a Dallas, if you will, call girl that does not have any intercourse. She is only available for one thing. I can, I can imagine. Can make you know, can help you understand. A part of the one thing that she does, which she will not charge you for typically, is that she will also um, something to do with the salad. But she does that because she likes it. That's just that's only if she likes it. The story has it about three years ago, Cowboys offensive lineman Lyle Collins allegedly. No, I don't know. Well, had services from her, which included her, you know, enjoyment uh, or extra extra touch. And he didn't pay her. And so her role is she is full some bonus dip, if you will. She will not out you or talk about it in public. Lest you not pay her, that is her tool to do so. I feel like he had the funds. It's my role too. Rosilla went on to Twitter, which she is findable out there. Again, do not tweet at her if you do not expect to be responded to. Rosilla um, and tweeted out that she is. Uh, you can find her at orally gifted. Um, <laughs> she is in Orlando ellipsis. To which someone replied, "Are you in the bubble?" And she responded back with a uh, screenshot of a text exchange between her and a player that uh, I'm going to walk on eggshells here to make sure this can stay up on YouTube. Um, asking the player, hey, how do I get into the bubble? Or can you get leave the bubble? And he's like, nope. And she's like, well, somebody could put me on the list as their sister or something. And when that was declined, she also said, well, can't you just walk to the edge of the bubble and just hang your thing out of the bubble? Turn it up. Oh. It's a valid question. <laughs> Ingenuity. Innovation on the part of Throatzilla. So who knows? Man. I love it. Who knows what she's up to, but she is there and Dude, I did hustling. not realize she was a Dallas. Oh, very much so Dallas-based. Hell yeah. Do you have uh, an emoji for her? Um, I, I will say that her work is viewable on the internet, and she's known to wear like one of those leather ski mask looking things to protect her identity whilst doing whatever. Whilst. Whilst. Um, whilst will. While. I don't know. Lyle. And uh, so I will go with one, two, three, four jester mask emojis for one throatzilla. Your bubble baddies of the week. Wow. 
I'm sorry. I should have deleted that no, off. No, I'm sorry. No, you should. Look, I'm sorry about it. But it was on run out, so I was. I thought I was teeing it up for somebody oh, no, to knock out the park. And yeah, this is only going to enhance their, their now, followers. Now we all know a lot more about uh, Throatzilla. <laughs> you want to get into some quick tips? Oh, you know what? One more thing. Um, well, you know what? Never mind. Let's just do some quick tips. I want my chips with the dip. DJ, I didn't watch any golf yesterday, but he went absolutely off. Says here he lit the world on fire. Friday, the most disappointing 60 you'll ever see. Mm-hmm. I know 29 like that's, on the that's kind of cliche to like mock the guy for shooting 60, but like he was legit on like 58 watch for a while. He missed it like a six-footer that would have would have been a 59. And this is the same day. He laid up on 18, which was a par five, too. I think he had – right? didn't he have a bad line? I can't remember. I was watching it on Does my Does it phone. matter? It doesn't. Sorry. He shot 30 under. Uh, um, yeah, he, he won by 11 this weekend. That's, yeah. That's pretty good. It was 11 absurd. strokes. Tiger, Tiger did sneaky shoot 66 yesterday. I guess that's going to get some people excited. Not me. Whatever. I wish he would just not play again until uh, whatever the next major is. I don't, need to, I don't need to see my Tiger in the FedEx playoffs, personally, but whatever. Um, let's see. 77 false positives in the NFL. That's scary. The false positive thing freaks me out. It, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, these all went to the same lab in New Jersey. Aren't they using multiple labs? Isn't it like the NFL like have a weird? I don't. I don't know if like certain teams are all going to the same lab, but I, most of these came from Buffalo, I think the the Bills, and then they all came back negative. So who knows what's really happening? But that seems scary. The the testing. Who really knows at this point? Who knows? Yeah. Earl Thomas released by the Ravens. Headed to Dallas. Jim. Cowboys are the betting favorite. Jim. Um, I is is Dallas in need of a safety right now? They didn't really do anything in the offseason to shore that up. Okay. The Ravens put out a very weird statement. Like, he got in a fight. Yeah, he punched some dude, right? He got in a fight, and he got in a fight last year with a you – know, but fights in practice happen. He must have just not been liked. I mean, he had some offseason issues uh, involving – Right. Was he ever just some wild ass stuff? Was he ever Austin. problematic off the field before this in his career? Because he's I don't be having. Just no, a, I don't think he's ever had any of, legal issues. A weird run of bad. And behavior. I still he didn't really. He wasn't the one who got the legal issues from. It was I believe his wife. Yeah. Um. Who I think is accused of holding him at gunpoint. Maybe we'll see him uh, back at the gym. That we used to see him all the time. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Him and Michael Griffin. Um. Yeah, I don't, dude. The Cowboys absolutely should at least talk to him. Mike gotta McCar- kick the tires. Mike he's McCarthy was a little bit mom. He's got on a it. couple more years in him that, like, a yeah, good, good years in him. That he he tweeted out like uh, a Ravens video that I guess is supposed is supposed to like exonerate him. I don't. I, I watched it over and over, and I can't figure out what I'm looking at because it's not actually video of the fight. Um, this is my favorite tweet from yesterday from the great Robert Latall from Black Sports Online, uh, who posted this photo of Jerry that just says yeah. how Jerry Jones is coming to meet Earl Thomas at the airport. The, the classic <laughs> Jerry with the uh, questionable Jerry's not ladies. Meeting anybody at the airport? No, I mean, he might. He's done it before. I expect him to be a cowboy before the end of the week. I'll say it. You think so? Yeah. Look, I wouldn't hate it. Jerry's got to flex his muscle. Even if McCarthy doesn't want it, it would be very Jerry just to, to bring him in. Jerry's a big second-chance guy. And, again, it's not like he did anything that absurd. He hasn't, he hasn't had any legal issues. 
it's all about just team chemistry, which that's something they got to think about. But the, the defense could use a veteran safety, especially one that's like, you know, a former All-Pro. Former uh, Austin High? Where did he go to, he go to uh, high school? No, he's from Orange. That's Griffin. East Texas. No, Griffin went to uh, Bowie High School. Okay, I'm over too. I'll just fuck off. Yeah. Pro well, football is like supposed to start soon. Uh, like three weeks away now, I think. I've said that it can't get here soon enough. Thursday, September 10th <laughs> is kickoff. That's not far away. No. Per sources, Dak looks good. I don't know how that makes y'all feel. CD's looking real strong. Let's just talk Dallas sports. Just a hyper niche Dallas sports podcast. Um, yeah. Look, I don't know. Co- we get college football next week. Goodness gracious. It, it couldn't get here soon enough, and, and now it's it's almost here. A lot of people are saying T-State's going to upset SMU. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's happening. I don't know what that line looks like, but I would hammer the Cats. Where's that game? <laughs> Nobody knows for sure. I haven't really been following. I've been following Duncanville more than I've been following T-State. But things are looking up. Got Spivak at the helm, steering the ship. I like it. Uh, I don't know how a Cole Campbell story got put in here, but we've got a Cole Campbell he, quick dip. He well, we were IG talking story. about tailgating. He did and an IG story drinking beer moses and said he was he was booming off of him. You know what a beer moses is, Dave? Yeah. Explain it. It's beer and orange juice is what it is. <laughs> it's a mimosa, but you swap the champagne for beer. I've actually had and one. If you're Cole Campbell, you just drink half a beer, then you pour orange juice into your Budweiser can, and you and you drink it, yeah, and then you say you're booming off him. That's the Cole Campbell way. But – um. Actually, I had these at the Natty Light Tent in um, Augusta, Georgia. Have you heard of that? There's a golf course there. Um, huh. Not bad. Weirdly not bad. You ever had one? No? You said I no? I don't think I have. I've got a neighbor who drinks chilada. Mm-hmm. You know, the tomato-based or whatever sure. beer? And he let me try one. I know that's completely different than what you're referring to here, but I just... Want to point out that uh, just well, it's not heartburn. totally different. It's sort because of, some people have like they call them breakfast beers and they'll mix Bloody Mary mix with with beer or, ch- or clamato or whatever. And so instead of orange juice, you get tomato juice. That's a thing that some people yeah. do for breakfast. Have you ever? Uh, did I ever tell you the story about college? Like I would go pick Dylan up for class, this is and not Dylan, be a real Dylan, story. we we went out pretty hard the night before, and Dylan would be like pouring beer in his cereal. Just eating Wheaties with beer. I was like, dude, you were fucking wild. Dude, this guy's so frat. Dude, you were you were fratty. Gosh, it doesn't. Get Did you guys ever enough. take lunchbox shots? What's that? That's a Oklahoma this, City thing. Edna's shout out Edna's. I, I I'm unfamiliar with that, but basically you take it's a beer, and then you it's sort of like a Jaeger bomb setup where you dump a shot into the beer, so you you have a beer, and then it's a mix between orange juice and like I think it's amaretto. And you drop it into the beer, and then you chug the whole thing. It's actually quite tasty. Really? That's the only mix of orange juice and beer I'm familiar with. What is the appropriate name for the uh, what is sometimes problematically referred to as the Irish car bomb? Because I want I would, the only reason I'm bringing that up is because it tastes really good. That's like my favorite thing to. If I'm going to do something like that, that's going to absolutely. I'm not even sure what's in an Irish car bomb. Now that you mention it, I don't think I've ever. Uh, I've had one, Guinness with a, a what shot of. Uh, Bailey's whiskey and Kahlua. Okay. Yeah, Bailey's cream. Okay. Otherwise known as an Irish slammer. A Dublin drop is a Dublin drop. That's probably dropping a bomb shot of Irish cream and whiskey into a glass of a stout. Okay. Don't call it an Irish car bomb. If you call it that over there, though, I've always heard the story of somebody doing that, and then they respond back with, "Oh, would uh, would you like a nine eleven shot instead?" 
Ooh. Yeah. yeah don't do that. A, you know what, man? IRA. It's a real thing over there. So don't say that. But it is my. It is a really poundable beverage. I'm a stout boy. Everybody knows that. Hashtag poundable. Hashtag poundable. But gosh, that's the Cole Campbell, man. Yeah, he's, he's gone really off. <laughs> full really process. Dude, I, I can't believe KJ had the nerve to take a business call mid-pod. Like, do we need to, like, stick around and talk to him about this? Yeah. People are probably wondering why he's just disappeared. He wasn't let go mid-pod for uh, too many bubble butt baddie talk, <laughs> uh, thought talks, so I don't know. On the Throatzilla discussion. Thus concludes Step quick dips. Far. You got any more quick dips? Nah, we're good. Nah. Let's get horny. When my team wins a big game, it's good, but when my team doesn't win the big game... You better look out, Buster. I'm a loose cannon. This is not good at all. Randy's behind Micah, like mouthing it. Like you have, he has, he has the shit-o quote memorized. It is good. This is easy for me. I mean, like, I'm sports privileged at this point. I've got something going every night. I think until yeah, it must know. be nice, man. Yeah. So I mean, right now I'm I'm horny for hockey. Tomorrow I'll be uh, horny for Luca. I'm horny for late night West Coast Golden Knights hockey. I thought you were going to say Rangers baseball. No, hell no, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I think I'm done watching them the rest of the season. They're, I don't think they've won a game in like two weeks. It's not fun watching them play baseball. At uh, this point. The Padres made them like the the butt the joke of every butt in the league. Yeah, the butt you, of every joke. You never want to give up to um, a grand slam in four straight games. Get swept. Yeah. They, although the Padres did just sweep the Astros. Yeah, I saw that. I don't. I don't hate that at all. Tatis is now like the darling of the MLB. He's like the face guy of the, of the league. He's badass. He's and we just a look monster. like we just look like babies. He's a monster. Yeah, but we're not here to talk baseball. It's fun to have that guy on your team. Uh, no, yeah, I'm I'm four out of five eggplants for uh, Golden Knights hockey. Playoff hockey is fun to watch, and I'm not even like a, a a super hockey fan, but it's just tight, man. Give me five uh, eggplant emojis for uh, hoops. Uh, I I like the Blazers to beat the Lakers tonight. I'll just say it. Is Dame, was Dame out? What's going on? I don't know, but I I, I like him. It's happening tonight. Assuming like Dame is big, playing, that's a that's, that's a big that's a big question. Actually, <laughs> I'll take it back. I didn't know. I, I think he's fine. And then uh, Clippers Mavs on uh, on Tuesday. I mean, those two games alone enough to get me their age. Um, I said I said uh, Clippers in six. I think when we did this a week ago or two weeks ago. And I still think if I had to put money on it, the Clippers are going to win the series. But I feel, dude, if the Mavs fucked around and went, ran off two in a row right here, I would not be shocked, especially if KP's back. He had the weird scratch before game you know, yesterday, and uh, I think he's going to be back. He looked really depressed on the bench. Like, he's a team guy, but you could tell he was, it was killing him to not be out there. And he's going to have that soft label. Because people already think, you know, he's not durable, and plus he's a Euro, so I think he'll be out there. So I think uh, that is – I'm going to give that, what, five birthday cakes? Is that my thing? Is yeah, that you're, my bit? you're a cake. cake guy. I got really distracted. I'm you're sorry. That's a lot of I cake. I shouldn't have Twitter open when I'm doing this. I don't know how Will does it. You on Mavs Twitter right now? You just can't get enough? Yeah, kind of. I'm kind of bummed that we're not going to find out what KJ's age for, personally. That's a shame. You it's know. probably not that different than what I just said. <laughs> probably not. Uh, ooh, Combat you, Sports Minute? Yeah. Frankie Edgar. It's the only fight I watched all weekend. Did you watch it? You I did. It. We were I did. Dan. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Edgar, 38 years old, moved down in weight class to bantamweight. Normally, older guys move up in weight class. 
He moved down to 135. He spent most of his career at 155. Um, has fought at 145, now at 135. Beat Pedro Munoz. Looked very impressive. He's fun to watch. He's just so technical. Really enjoyed it. Great fight, great hands. Um, I didn't watch a lot of boxing this weekend, but I did see a lot of boxing on Twitter. There were a couple of really awesome violent knockouts. That and dude's I just, lights I got loved turned it. off. Yeah, I big uppercut. His name, but you can see that one. Uh, it's embedded. It's my knockout of the week during uh, Micah's read oh of the week God. newsletter. That is an amazing plug. I can't. I have to no choice but to stand. Um, one funny thing when we're watching these fights and like texting with Dan about them, I'm always like, man, why is Dan like? Like we'll be like, no, I think Frankie looks good. Like Frankie, Frankie's winning this fight, and Dan's like, no, I don't know. And then you remember that Dan bet the other guy, so you got to be careful. Like you don't want like Dan he lost, and you don't want to like kick a horse while it's down. But you're like so having gambling guy in your group text is always uh, a nice addition. But you got to be careful. Eggshell sometimes you don't well, want to. You know the the officiate or the referee in uh, MMA has been so inconsistent recently. Really, always that you never know when there's a guy who's on the take. So. Uh, uh, just like having a guy who has a serious interest in one side winning like Dan, it's actually perhaps uh, insightful as that was a split decision too. Yeah. Anything on Dana White speaking at the RNC? No, he's running it back. He did um, it. He did it last time. He did it last time. It was. I, I remember watching it the last time in front of the crowd, and he got up and was like, "What's up, RNC?" And the crowd wasn't – they didn't really know how to react. It was different than he like walked – Like it was a pre-fight Yeah, you know, yeah he, he walked out just like he does during the weigh-in, like, yeah. what's up, UFC? Joe Rogan is here. But it, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. I got to say, like, so Dana White is somebody who positions himself as a huge Rage Against the Machine fan. He Like, if you listen in the background in between fights, there's Rage playing. He wears Rage T-shirts. And um, I don't think he's ever listened to a single Rage lyric because uh, that doesn't really jive. I know maybe you can listen to the music and not, like, agree with the message, but, like, it's not subtle. Every, every kind of what they're all about. Every line is uh, pretty much uh, Marxist, the opposite of what they stand for, of what Dana White stands for. So it's just, I always found that funny because he, he rocks Rage Against the Machine gear. That's one of my favorite bands of all time, so... Uh, also, Dana White's calling out Oscar De La Hoya for uh, cocaine again. Just yeah. a cheap shot. It's personal at this point. It, I mean, Dana, nobody does cheap shots like Dana. It's it's fun to watch. Uh, the story here, I think Oscar De La Hoya is 47. He's apparently coming out of retirement. And uh, somebody asked him, asked Dana what he thought about that. And Dana just said, well, cocaine isn't cheap. Wow. Well, and he's not wrong about that. <laughs> Factually accurate why's he taking shots at him they don't like each other did he uh were they uh was golden boy did they do the um no that was that was tmt i was thinking the uh the floyd connor deal if they were no involved. no they got squeezed out of that That's and right. then they did the the golden boy did one mma fight between chuck liddell and tito ortiz in 2018 which everybody was, asked for that fight yeah and then they just stopped doing mma oh that's so sad it was bad you want to run it back Let's run it back. There we go. Okay, we're gonna edit that out. <laughs> Great. That was just that was just awful. It's time for run it back, the segment in which we discuss what we previously discussed. Nobody smoked anything this weekend, bitch. KJ did re- reverse sear a steak though. 
People know that Dorn can knock a steak out of the park. Oh, yeah. Hawthorne tailors your cologne just for you. Promo code BANG. New sponsor. Love that. Added value. First time sponsor. The Lil Stars started scoring and cannot stop. Dave is five cakes. H for Luca. Someone please alert Mike Breen that the double bang should be saved exclusively for the playoffs. Agree. KJ said that MJ's game winner was an easier shot compared to Luca's. Luca's over here filming TikTok videos. Sneaky shouts to Trey Burke. <laughs> I don't know. Forgot about that. Michigan's own. Probably wasn't the most important thing that we talked about today. <laughs> That's okay. KJ did not apologize to Dave for calling him a bitch-ass white boy. He didn't really. Oh, KJ just heard that. Uh, he uh, he did not really call me that. That was just a little humor we do on TMD sometimes. Dave had fun yesterday watching hoops. Uh, Luca is a killer. Certified. Micah would like to see what a double bang looks like. <laughs> of course you, you sure would. you don't know? <laughs> That's you pervert. It's not. We were talking about Mike Breen, but okay. uh, KJ's bubble baddie of the week is AJ. Big crown emoji and splash emoji to her. Throatzilla is findable on Twitter at Orally Gifted. Her work is viewable on the internet, and she gets four jester mask emojis from KJ. Uh, Dylan used to eat Wheaties in, with beer in his college. Uh, in college, not true. And Dana White has never listened to the words of Rage Against the Machine. He doesn't. He just stops after this microphone explodes. And that was Run It Back. Thank you, Mike. That was fun. Dude, KJ's in there with a the headset on, just pounding away. Does he bring two computers to this? Good for him. Yeah. Oh, what a bummer. That's a man. businessman. People are going to be sad we didn't get to close out with KJ. Uh, that concludes, what is that, our sixth episode? That was number six. Holy shit. I think that went That's well. That's the Avery Johnson episode. We're going to, yeah. Wait, what does that even mean? Oh. It, he wore number six. I thought you meant it would underwhelm as a coach. I thought that's what you were referring to there. We'll be back next Monday. I got it in my head one time that his nickname was The Roach, and I said that. <laughs> What? I said that during a podcast, and people looked like I was crazy about it. I, th- I thought it was a well-known thing. I thought he was the little general. That's what I always knew him as. The Roach. The, the roach. roach. I didn't come up with it. I heard it, and I thought it was common knowledge. I said it one time on, I think it was, um, what? what's your podcast? Backdoor Cover? <laughs> the sports podcast I, I do? The name of my old there podcast. Was a, there was a song in. Uh, and y'all were like, what are you talking about? Eighth grade oh. f- middle school football, They would we'd sing this song, and uh it would just be like, we got a center who eats your dinner. And then the last line was, we got a coach. He looked like a roach. <laughs> and then and everybody would just like, like everybody would be like, oh, shit, did he hear? And like look <laughs> over to see if the coach heard. Anyway, just Avery he Johnson. Look like, shout out to Coach Dean. Not the most handsome guy, but not a roach. I, I, saw, a roach. I saw Avery Johnson at uh, SeaWorld one time when I was like in sixth grade. He was wearing jorts, and he was thick. Yeah. He had legs He's like a stout. linebacker. Yeah, stout. Like he a was boxer. a thick boy. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Shouts to Avery Johnson. Shouts to Avery Johnson. All had right. A, had a smooth little uh, left-handed running J. Yeah, he was the little general, the little roach, as you yeah. call him. Just roach, just the roach. Anyway, let's get out of here. Bye. Bye. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.